You know, I might be in a minority, but I fucking love the Jersey Shore show. I'll watch that sh- I'll be on my... If they making seasons while I'm on my deathbed, I'll be dying talking about, that ah, Vinny, you dumb nigga. <laughs> I, love the, I love that fucking show. I don't care. I never would. Motherfuckers could judge me all day. I don't give a shit. I love that shit. I never would have thought in my wildest dreams that somebody would say, oh, Vinny, you dumb nigga. But you know, I call everybody nigga on that. <laughs> like, when I'm talking to the TV, everybody can get it. <laughs> everybody can get it. It don't matter. It don't. I fucking care. But I'll be I'll be screaming at the TV at these fucking Italian motherfuckers to the day I'm in the dirt. I don't give a shit. I love these motherfuckers. There's a show I know you wouldn't really care much for. It. It's like England's version of that. I guess they're like in Blackpool or whatever. I guess Blackpool is like their version of New Jersey over that way. Uh huh. And boy, no, hey, hey, England, Great Britain, all that. Sh- they got some shows. They got some, they be walling out. Boy, that, that's where ain't that where Love Island is? I guess I don't know. I don't watch they be that. having some shit, boy. Those motherfuckers in England be wilding out. God bless the queen. God save the queen. Oh, God save the queen. Excuse me, but well, God bless it too. That bitch gonna live forever too. Forever, <laughs> ever, forever. Y'all niggas waiting for her demise. Psh. Y'all, y'all gonna die before she do. So there's a lot of things going on uh, in our number one city that has been our number one city now for two weeks. Uh, one, Donald Trump has just said no nah, to the election results. Um, their football team is still working on a name. Oh, Lord. John Wall might be gone because of some old gang shit. You know, and I'm gonna talk about that too after, the, after you play this music. Yeah, we're gonna get. I don't, like, I don't like that shit. She, we're gonna have like a very NBA heavy show. Tonight. I do not like that shit at all. But for them to make us number one from the election episode all the way up until Monday, that says something. And they've been beating our area by like a hundred downloads, about seventy five plays. They they've been getting us, so. That being said, uh, thank you so much to DC and everything that you do for us. Oh, they must have really laughed when I did that Nike boot part last time. Oh, man. They, they, they got to be feeling us. Yo, I love y'all. I love y'all. Chocolate City was goody. I got to make a drive up there for I fuck some, with y'all ODB. I got to go up there for some uh, medication, too. So. Oh, yeah. Get your, th- get, your, get your shit, B. Get yeah. your shit, B. Hey, 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 let me tell you, I seen this nigga while I had the Norbert and almost fucking lost my life, dog. Y'all can say whatever y'all want to about Wale. Dude, that nigga shows are like that. Are, they're like that. I remember when this dropped. I don't think Wale gets the credit he deserves for the mixtapes, for that mixtape era. He gets credit, but I don't think he gets enough for, for helping to usher in that whole backpack era. This was one of those hurry up and get the numbers that you want now type deal. No fun, no funny shit. When niggas talk about cool kids and they talk about Cuddy and they talk about 
Drake, y'all need to talk about Wale. His name got to be in the argument. He got to be in that discussion every time. I'll die on that fucking hill. Oh, eight, boy. That nigga had Lady Gaga on his album. On his debut album. Lady Gaga. That was unheard of for a backpack rapper. Unfucking heard of. She was on another stratosphere at that time. Welcome to another episode of This Ain't a Podcast featuring Spratt. D. Today we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, the NBA draft, of course. That's, some funny things happened during that. I don't know if you watched it all the way through. Or not. I watched every fucking pick. With, I had a small part I didn't watch it when I went and watched the Io Shirai Rhea Ripley match. But that's it. Um... But I was on Twitter all night. All right? You all know how I get it down. Yeah, I was on Twitter too. <laughs> Your boy damn near went viral. I saw that, dog. You yeah. were doing some numbers. Yeah. Um, in my lustiness, I just want to say Malika Andrews. That's it. That's that's all I had to say. Yeah, Malika I mean, Andrews. you wasn't you wasn't wrong. Respectfully. <laughs> Respectfully. Respectfully. And uh, one of my lady friends saw it. She goes, what is wrong with you? Nigga, you always be talk. I said, you better. I said, you better turn to ESPN right now. And she did. And she goes, okay, I see what you're talking about. And now. ESPN knew what they were doing, too. Oh, they knew exactly They didn't do not one close-up on Malika Andrews. They just had. They didn't have to. The profile. They didn't have to. The, pro- <laughs> the silhouette was enough. Dog. Silhouette Over there looking like a. And a perfect frame. It's like the jump man. You don't never miss it. You just see it. Like, you already know. But, uh, yeah. Uh, she. <laughs> She won. She won. Yes, yeah, she did. Um, trying to think of, let me see, because there was one player. Um, a lot of the players had um, great little vignettes of. They do a good job with the NBA draft of highlighting good shit that happens in the player's life. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to the NFL. It's like, listen, all this nigga's family is dead. Every one of them. They're all dead. And it's always he been he been dealing crack since he was an infant, but here he is, the it's, best the best offensive tackle in the draft. It's always a, uh, a a good. Let me try to find the word. It was a feel good. Uh, show. It was just a great thing to see these young players, even though they went through. Some hardship. I think the number one draft pick, he lost his mother and his grandmother all yeah. within the same month had, due to had, cancer. He had the pictures next to him. He had the portraits next to him. Yeah, that was that was kind of That was deep. fire. Um, of course, we saw LaMelo Ball. Um, I know LaVar is mad as hell. Well, he has to go back to Charlotte. He, I know he wanted that nigga in Golden State so bad. Um, I'm trying to find a player who... Uh, his father is Jamaican, and I want to make sure I get this brother's name right. Is that the one that had his mom is white? No, 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 no. That was that was Zeke Nan. Non- don't do it. Don't do it. N- Nanji, Nanji, nigga. Don't. I fucked it up. N M A J I. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was his mom in the uh, 
niggas <laughs> see Kinty dress. Niggas thought that that was his girl at first, and I was like, look, no, I was no, like, no, no, I no, looked no. at it again. I was like, oh no, that's moms. That's she moms. Too, but moms, moms do what it was. Moms is with the shits. Uh, I'm trying to see here because I want to make sure that I get this young brother's name right. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, I don't say the wrong name. Okay, I found him. Uh, the young Isaiah Stewart. Okay, okay, he was drafted by the Portland Trailblazers. He was traded to Detroit. He's from Rochester, New York. Was he from Florida State? No, he played at Washington. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. He had the greatest vignette of all because instead of giving you a feel-good story, instead of showing you the struggle, what did he do? He took you to a grimy-ass kitchen with his Jamaican-ass father, and his Jamaican-ass father gave you recipes on oxtails and rice and peas. Absolutely. I want him to win everything that is coming his way. I want him to be rookie of the year. I want him to be an all-star. I want him to be all pro. I want him to be in the Hall of Fame. Because his father gave it up different. All these vignettes we saw before him, what was he picked? 16? So the first 15 draft picks, it was just, other than the first one. The first one was like, damn, that's, that's got to be hard to lose your mother and your grandmother in like a month due to cancer. And everybody else is like, yeah, you know, my dad trained me in the backyard. And, blah, blah. and then this brother was like, oh, no, the hell with that. I'm, I already know I'm good. Pops, show him how you do the oxtails. <laughs> I would have hated to be one of the cameramen in that. Because you know they send, like, camera people to, like, when they know you're going to go in the first round? Yeah. They send them to your house and shit to, like, see how you was living before you get all this money and this fame and shit. Yeah, yeah. I would have hated to be the cameraman in that. That's another thing. This is how the NBA is dope because what they – I don't know if people know this. When you're coming at it, when you're going to declare for the draft, they let you go to the combine. You can be like, okay, I want to come out for the draft. You go to the combine, do your shit. If teams ain't really fucking with you, they'll be like, look, uh, you probably want to go back for another year. And you could go back. Like, you could go back to school. You don't got to be – like, with the NFL, once you commit, once you declare, it's, it's your ass out. Yeah. You better hope you get drafted. Or you better go to Canada. Or you're going to be out here – uh, as a personal trainer, so I like that. I've always liked that. They do a lot. Of, I think I think they their their whole process and everything that involves it is way better than NFL shit. Way better. Shout out to Isaac Okoro, the first Auburn player to ever be a one and done. He went to Cleveland. I really want him to come to the Spurs. Who did y'all get in the draft? Let me look. Nigga, we traded our pit. Oh, y'all did. Yeah, for, uh, fucking oh boy from OKC. Oh. We traded him, him and Danny Green for uh, Schroeder. I can't stand this motherfucker, Danny Green. Yo, all he do is get traded and get rings, bro. That's it. This dude just and no matter how no matter how bad he looks, Danny Green, Danny Green, like y'all can talk all this shit. I shoot over eighty seven, and I'm gonna be all right because <laughs> I'm gonna end up in a good position no matter what. This dude has literally. Been on playoff teams at least for the past, I want to say, close to 10 years. Now. I want to say his whole career. He was on those Cleveland teams with LeBron before he left. He came to us. He's never missed the playoffs. 
Then he won a championship with us. Then he went to Toronto with that trade with uh, Kawhi. Kawhi. He's never missed the playoffs. And this dude won back-to-back rings. Yes. Yo, Danny he's, Green, what the fuck? He's man? never missed the play. He don't even know what it feels like to get to <laughs> to, to end the season early. He like, what does that? What does that mean? Oh, I'm gonna be in the finals. I don't know about this year. Like, I don't know about y'all niggas, but as sure as the day is long, my black ass is gonna be in the finals. I, he's it's a, that's imp- I know we everybody was like, oh JJ Reddick, this is the first year he ever missed the playoffs. Yeah, suck my dick, JJ Reddick. This nigga did it and got rings. <laughs> that is bananas. What do y'all see in him? Man, the only thing that get, what I think it might be because he always has the opportunity, and you know he has a skill set to have one of those games in the finals. He gonna get a job at TNT when all this is said and done. Oh yeah, that nigga need to get a job at a bank. <laughs> but he's always gonna. You always everybody when you say Danny Green, you think oh he's gonna have one of those games. It may not, he may not have a bunch of them, but when the season is, when we're in the fucking finals at Eastern Conference or Western Conference finals, and we need Danny Green to shoot and hit like seven three-pointers, to not even, maybe not even put us ahead, but to give our team that extra life, he's hitting those in that one game you need him. And you don't know when it's coming. You don't know when it's coming, but when you feel like your back might be against the wall, go ahead and anticipate it. Because it's coming. It's coming. My God. As sure as the fucking earth is going to rotate, that game is coming. (laughs) And he's going to do it, and then he's going to slither back into Brick City (laughs) right after that. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember. I fucking hate you. He's going to show you a glimpse of greatness and then just disappear. But he's always going to play hard on defense. His game is almost like, I got that thing on me. Don't don't try me. And he's always going to play hard on defense. Now, I'm not saying he's the best defensively, but he's always going to make the player his garden work a little harder to get what he needs to get. So, for, for, for that, and the, font, the way that he, he's interchangeable on any, there isn't a team in the NBA that you can't take Danny Green from any other team and put him on that team, and he's not going to work out. That man has just been given. God bless him. He sh- he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, if you asking me. If he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, Robert Ory deserves to be in the Hall of Fame too. He does, and I'm not saying that as a slight to Robert Ory at all. He should have been in the Hall of Fame. There's something to be said for no matter where you put me, I'm a win. It, 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 not only that, but I helped elevate this team to the win. Yes, you not were just, struggling until not, I came through. He's not hitting you with the Udonis Haslam minutes. Yeah. He's hitting you with, I start. <laughs> Nigga, I'm start. I'm Motaw. I'm starting. Those Houston teams in the 90s, I remember watching that documentary, and they were talking about how Robert Ory came in, and it was like a whole different team. And that team was going to, like, the finals at one point. Yeah. That team was always, like, in the mix in the West. And then Robert Ory comes, and they went back to back. Yes. Robert There's Ory- something to be said for. And they talk about it all the time. This kid, this this person is a winner. He has championship pedigree. That that's Danny Green. When you see the words championship pedigree, you have to see Danny Green there too. 
That's all he does. I mean, the only thing that's going to hold Robert Ory back is that incident in Phoenix. But, I mean, that got him to L.A., and he won three more championships. Exactly. And then he's like, fuck it. I'm going to San Antonio. Win more rings. <laughs> I need two more. And up until the Ray Allen thing, which we, we don't really need to talk about Ray Allen. What Ray Allen thing? We don't need to talk about that. No, no, no. I need up, you to remind up, me. Up until that, Robert Ory had, like, the greatest comeback in NBA Finals history when it was game five against the Pistons. Reed dunked on Richard Hamilton, and he hit the threes and shit in, like, overtime. Yeah, I don't know. I remember what the game I remember the game, but I don't remember what game it was. I think that was game because I think that was because nobody watched that finals. That's fine. I don't care. We got the chip out of that. <laughs> that's that's why I, can't I don't remember. care. Nobody watches if we win. Nobody. That was nobody watched that shit. If you mean to tell me that the Spurs going to the finals and that's going to be a ratings killer, but they still win the championship. No, no, I don't say the Spurs is a ratings killer. Well, but those two teams. Th- to be honest, everybody wanted that Lakers uh, Pistons rematch because they really thought the Lakers were going to get it that year. That was the year that y'all were sort of set up to get it, like go back. And then I don't know what happened. I think that's when. No. Is that the year where Carl Malone was like feuding with Kobe? We had already. We were we were fucked that year, no matter what. And he called Kobe's girl, or he called uh, Vanessa, like his little Pocahontas or some shit like that? No, Carl Malone tried to fuck Vanessa. Yeah, but then he called like his little Pocahontas or some shit at like a Halloween party, and that started a whole bunch of shit. No, no, no. It, what, what? Because I remember right after Kobe died, Vanessa, like, the story resurfacing about it. That nigga tried to holler at her at a game. Oh. Yeah. Well, I haven't heard this story, and this story dropped, and I was like, you. Nah, he was, nah. Hey, I want to fuck Carl Malone be written on my tombstone. I, I hope that nigga. You're the only person. Don't we have like an illegitimate son that like plays in the NFL that just they, they evidently they're cool now. Oh, they're good now. Yeah, I read I read an article about that a couple like a couple months ago. Because I know he got a daughter. They're too. not they're not like father son father son, but they're like cordial. Like because I know Carl was Carl like that actually, ain't my kid. Carl actually acknowledges him as his son. But Carl was like, no, that ain't my son. And then you look at him and it's like, Carl, no, that, that's your son. That That's you. That's escrow you. Yeah, no, he, he actually acknowledges him as his son now. And it's actually, there's an actual relationship there So now. it's peace. Yes. It's peaceful. But that nigga will never, no, will never see heaven. Ever. The closest thing to heaven Carl Malone will see is the 92 Olympic Games. That nigga will never, ever. The the way that nigga acted towards Magic Johnson when he was trying to come back, the shit that Carl Malone has said yeah, and done in his whole that. career, Carl Malone is a piece of shit. And, I remember that, and, and I'm not really one to 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 talk about some people, like, but the, you know he's a piece of shit and he's a fucking he's a he's a creep. Like I I believe that that first son is from a girl who was like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, at the time. she was. He was like from his hometown. He went back to his hometown or whatever, and he hooked up with some like sixteen year old, and that's who. That's why he been denying her. Yeah, Carl, or denying him all the time. Carl Malone is the the biggest piece of shit the NBA has ever produced. The mailman, he always delivers some fuck shit. Hey, I, I love. I loved watching the last dance and watching that nigga get fucking blocked from having a fucking championship in Utah. I I loved it. Those are my favorite episodes. 
Where was we at? Oh, oh, before we get to, you know what? Let's get to the John Wall stuff first. Oh, okay, yeah. Because you know where I'm going at with today. But go ahead and get your, uh, get that off your chest. Okay, so the, the rumor is that Washington is talking to Houston for a trade of straight up John Wall for Russell Westbrook. Now, sources came out after that was like, oh, this is uh, having to do with John Wall, the video of John Wall throwing gang signs uh, while they were playing like spades or some shit. Or no, they were, they were at a party. Him and a bunch of his blood homeboys. And he oh, was throwing gang during signs. During the, uh, it was like an interview, wasn't it? No, no. The spades thing was the interview. This was a whole different thing. He was, uh, that was just like on somebody's Instagram. Or was this the one where he was like leaving the game, like he was going back into the tunnel and he was throwing it up? No, this is something totally different. There's a video. There's so many videos of him and it up. There's a video of him and his homeboy. They're at a party. Like, you could tell it's a party. And his homeboy is videotaping and he's throwing up his set. This is from this year. Well, evidently, people in the Wizards organization were, feathers were ruffled by that. Now, my question is, because that's horseshit and that's stupidest. Where were your ruffled feathers when this nigga was busting niggas' ass on the court and throwing up big bees on the court <laughs> on national television? I think he was like the second player I ever saw like do that. What was the name of old boy that used to play for the Wiz- or the Warriors and then he went to Dallas? Light skinned dude, right before uh Steph Curry got there. Oh, Monte Ellis. Monte used to yeah, throw that that's, shit that's up. That's big bees, Monte right there. Monte used yeah. to throw that shit up and dance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's horseshit. And it's not even a good trade for either team. No, it's really not. You know how much Houston would save by doing that trade? Ask me how much. How much, Dijon? $100,000. Nah, that's nothing. Not NBA dollars. 100 American dollars to trade John Wall for Russell Westbrook, who are essentially... The same player. If you ask anybody to give you uh, a fucking twin to a player and they ask about Russell Westbrook, who's a twin in the NBA right now that their games mimic each other? It would be John Wall. They're that Spider-Man meme when they're pointing at each other. (laughs) They're the two undertakers. That's those niggas. That's them. They're the same fucking player. Neither of them can shoot. They drive to the hoop. They dunk on people. Actually, John Walker probably shoot a little better than Russ. Well, the last time we saw him, he might be able to shoot a little better than Russ. But that was like, dog, I can't remember the last year John Wall played. That nigga's been out for like two whole seasons. Yeah, him. Now, uh, Clay. Oh, shout shout out to Clay, man. That's a tough injury. But that's usually what happens when, that's what happened to Boogie, too. Boogie came back from the ACL, was training right before the season. And the other leg gave out. Yes. When you train so hard to get one leg back, you're ignoring the other leg. I think Amari went through that, too. Even if you swear to God you're not, you are. Because one leg, you got, you got to train that one harder because it's, it's weaker than one. So when you do that, you're going to injure the other one. It's like, like I feel like 100% of the time where somebody has a, a really bad leg injury that takes them out. The next season, they get another one. It happened to Kobe, too. Nobody's impervious to this. It's just kind of the way things work out. 
So when you tear ACL or so or something like this, go ahead and just say two years. Because as sure as the day is long, once again, you're probably going to injure the other leg. But, uh, yeah, uh, big prayers up to Clay Thompson. That's just sad because he doesn't do anything but really go out there and nah, compete. He just want to play ball and love his dog. Yeah. And fuck Instagram models. That's it. And what, from what <laughs> I'm sorry, excuse me. From what I did read, the kind of tear he had, um, they expect they told him you're, you're going to recover 100 percent from this. It shouldn't have any lingering effects. And with Clay, he re- Clay catch the ball, and if he even dribble, he'll dribble one time and let that motherfucker launch. Yeah, but you got to sort of think too. If if he heals up from this, he's got to work a little bit harder to get back in game shape now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like not just in regular shape because it's one thing to be in regular shape. I don't think he'll get out of regular shape, but game shape. No, game shape is one thing. Yes, and the fucked up thing because with the the West being popping again, like it is, as far as there's mad teams that that are really making noise, they were supposed to be able to come back and jump back into the. That was supposed to be like y'all toughest matchup. Yes, and it would have been. They were supposed to be able to jump right back in the thick of things and compete. And I thought Wiseman was going to be perfect for it. But here we are. But they just traded for uh, uh, Kelly Obrey Jr. Kelly Obrey, whatever the fuck that likes. Kelly Oubre. Whatever Kyle Kuzma from Phoenix's name is. My man's who got sucked up by. Uh... Yeah, that, Never mind. That, that, that lady. Yeah, so he's he's going over there, which he scores and he does his thing, so that should help. It's not gonna nobody's going to give Another you what Clay brother. was giving you. Another light skinned brother. You know? It's like all they want they want Draymond to be only dark skinned nigga there. Well, I guess they got Wiggins, but he's Canadian, so that don't help. That don't count. Well But we'll we'll see. I'm already and the one good thing is I'm super excited about the season again. And it's literally like a month away <laughs> already. Since we they didn't have any kind of real off season, but um, the East is going to be fun to watch, like more so than usual. I think the East is going to be the West is going to be fun to watch, but we knew the West was going to be fun to watch in the first place. But the East is going to be really fun to watch too, because they got the, the Sixers is beefing them. They got three point shooters now, evidently. Hmm. That was their only weakness. That was their biggest weakness. They got rid of fucking Al Horford. Yeah, I saw that. You saw how the, the Sixers fans are treating their sister? No. Oh, boy. They've been at her neck. OD. They can't stand it. But you know what? That happened in uh, Boston, too. But that that's just... Sh- I think the two worst fan bases in the history of sports was Philly and Boston. I would say yes. Boston's a different kind of racism. Philly, Philly fans just don't give a fuck. They're going to say whatever to whoever, however. I would say New York is in that mix. I would say New York is in that mix only because of y'all really. Here's the thing. If all your teams had sucked, from the beginning of time, like Cleveland, 
then I would look at y'all in like this negative light. But y'all actually had championship teams. And by y'all, I do mean New York City with the Knicks back in the 70s. And y'all got close in the 90s with the Giants. You know, y'all actually were winning championships in our lifetimes. I don't really know about hockey, so I'm I think the Rangers won a couple. The Rangers and the Islanders, if y'all claim that. No, that's see, are you talking about New York City? You're talking about like the Islands? Well, I'm just saying in general. I'm <laughs> just like it's I'm just, different I'm just because you have names. you have the, the city, city, which root for the Yankees, the Giants, and the um, fuck the um, Boop. the hockey team, the dark blue. I can't remember. The, not not the Islanders. The, the Rangers. The Rangers. But then you have the other part of New York that roots for the Jets. And I was about Mets, to say the Jets and the Islanders. But I'm just saying, like, if you if you <clears throat> were in New York City in a lifetime, I'm gonna say the last 50 years or so, you saw all these teams win at least one championship. Yeah. So you, I think New York fans take it out on their actual teams and not the other teams. See, yes, that's the thing. <laughs> Like if if you were going to the Knicks, you would be more afraid of Knicks fans. You got you gotta you gotta play hard. You gotta like you can't take shit off for New yeah. York fans. Yeah, because it's we're New York probably got to We we have very smart sports fans too. They know they can see the difference between you really going out there and trying to ball and you bullshitting because it's contract year. And they'll usually eat you up about it. But I know Knicks fans, I don't think Knicks fans give any of the shit to the team anymore. It's all the Dolan. Yeah. <laughs> he gets all the smoke from New York fans, which he should. He's a piece of shit, too. Yeah, when he started fucking with Spike Lee, I knew something was wrong. Nah, when he, when he started fucking with Charles Oakley, I knew something was wrong. Charles Oakley is one thing, but Spike Lee has been basically the Knicks mascot since, like, 1985. But you can't treat a former Nick now, who was a Nick when the Knicks were the Knicks. Because it could be argued that the Knicks of the 90s were bigger than the championship Knicks. I'll agree with that. But I still think with Spike Lee being there, still paying to get season tickets, when that team has been trash, still repping, on the sidelines and everything like that. Like he is like when you think of super fans, he is up there on that list. You know what? So if, Spike, if Spike decided to be a, a Nets fan, I wouldn't even be mad at him. He from Brooklyn anyway. And I really I wouldn't even be mad and at I him. really thought that that was going to be the move that he was probably going to make where he was going to like, Hey, if the Knicks don't turn us around, I'm going to start rooting for Brooklyn. Cause that's See, where I'm from. And nobody really wants to do that. Like when people have been rooting, for those those years, those light, those fucked up years that the Lakers were going through, you have no idea how much I wanted to just be like, yo, I'm I'm out. But I think he said something like, no, that's forever going to be Jersey's team. Like no matter yeah. where they bring, it's them, always going to have the feeling. Yeah, that's 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 Jersey's team. They got too much of that Jersey feel to them. Okay, I understand that. But yeah, the way he, he treated Spike Lee was horrible. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And the. Charles Oakley debacle, that was just that was just painful to watch, man. Cause that man really put his whole blood, sweat, and tears into that organization. He, yo, he really he really did. So for y'all for him to treat him like that, that was crazy for me to see. And you know, that was one thing crazy to see, but that has nothing on this memory from sixteen years ago. Oh man. So with twelve, all five starters and double figures. The Patriots have played a very intelligent game tonight. 
And Wallace is fouled. And what Wallace you just heard there was the start of some shit. Right this has potential to be serious if they don't get between. The oh, my God. Players trying to hold each other off. Steven Jackson and Rasheed Wallace trying to be peacemakers. Now Jackson yelling. Wallace still going. You need the coaches in there to get him away. Hey, yo, Steven Jackson was with the shit. Everybody. He's just squaring up. He wasn't squaring up at anybody in particular. And the cup just hit Ron Artest in the chest. Hey, true shit. I just now watch. I've been watching this clip ever since it happened, okay? I just now realized Ron Artest slept the shit out of somebody in the stands. Yes. Yes. Like he slapped. I always thought he landed on him. No, that was a slap. <laughs> he took my face. Uh, I remember. This was. This is the one sports moment. That I'm so mad that Twitter wasn't around for. The one. Oh. None, no other sports moments I think come close to this. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let me, let me keep going now. Because this is just beautiful. Oh, this is awful. Fans are getting involved. Steven Jackson's in the fans. Steven Jackson was beating down somebody. It didn't matter who. The security trying to somehow restore order. Fans and players are going out. This is a disgrace. Oh my god. They just kept the Jermaine O'Neal. Mm. That was crazy. Richard Ham- or Rip Hamilton really thought that he was going to go up in the stands and actually fight somebody. This is crazy. This, these were two contenders, too. That's the wild part. Like, these were two teams that were supposed to play deep into the playoffs that year. Boy, let me tell you something. November 19th, 2004, it's over at my dad's house. It's a Friday night. And I wanted to watch this game. Something said, watch this game. And it was a blowout. And I really wanted to change the channel. But I'm glad I didn't. Because watching it in real time with my father. We don't have a lot of great father-son moments like that. Especially when it comes to sports. But this is ours, man. None of our teams. My dad is a Lakers fan. I, I guess he just is on the bandwagon. I never knew that. But I can't remember who Shout played. out to them, to him. Shout out to that man. But I remember this is when they would do like the Friday night doubleheaders. So this was the first game. Mm, imagine having to follow this. The second game was horrible. It was like the Kings versus somebody out west. But this game was a blowout because Indy was winning this game by like 15 points, I believe. Yeah, it was It, it was enough to last like 15 like seconds of the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just watching this go down, and I'm like, holy shit, where's Reggie? Because I'm thinking the main person that talks all the shit, he's got to be, like, in there swinging on people, right? No, he went to the locker room because he had a broken hand. Yeah. Don't just smart. (laughs) I mean, and this was his last season, but he didn't announce it yet. 
he didn't announce he was retiring yet. Shit, if he wasn't sure, that game was probably like, man, I'm done with this shit now. <laughs> but, these niggas are crazy. But seeing, like, hearing Reggie Miller talk about it all these years later, because he was talking about making it into a 30 for 30, which I would watch. He says Ron Artest will probably never be on it because he felt so guilty because that was Reggie Miller's last season. Yeah. And the season before, it was a lot of internal stuff in the Pacers locker room because Ron and Jermaine were fighting over who was going to take over the team. And Reggie was like, no, I'm, I'm still here. This is still my team. And remember, this was a team that was just a couple years away from, a couple years removed from being in the finals. Like, this was right after they went into the Eastern Conference Finals and Reggie got a shit block. Remember Prince? Uh, Tayshawn Prince or whatever uh, blocked his shot the, the year before. This was like the third game of the year. This was the third yeah. game of the season. Yeah. But Reggie said, man, if we had just kept focused, we could have won the championship that year. Because whoever was the best defensive team that year, which was either Detroit or Indiana, they were going to win the championship that year. They just felt it. And Detroit went on to win that championship in 04. But, man, that changed a whole lot. Poor Larry Brown is out there trying to do whatever. His old ass needed to be out the way. Mm. I remember talking about this shit in sociology class. Boy, that was fun. Boy, that was fun. I just remember the dude who tried to square up with Jermaine O'Neal, and it just did not go out. I don't know why those dudes in Detroit felt like they were going to square up with these professional basketball players. They were getting thrown left and right. I remember the Palace at Auburn Hills. I remember the name of the stadium. That shit will be edged in my mind for the rest of my life. Dude, Jermaine slid on some liquid. I don't know if it was soda or beer. And made the combo punch even worse. Because he slid in and connected with dude's jaw. And all he could do was fall back. That shit was crazy. It was the best of times. It was the fucking worst of times. Poor Ron Artest was out to be a thug. And Steven Jackson, he, he always been with the shits. So we ain't got to worry about that. Ben Wallace is one... Uh, individual who back then I would have never wanted to have beef with. Not with the not no how no. no Especially with the fro. with the fro out. Yeah, no, not with the fro. Rashid was always that kind of guy that looked like he was. No, she was gonna rob you. Yeah, he was missing a few teeth too, so he he didn't really care about if your punches landed or not. Rashid chose to hoop in high top Air Force ones. That should tell you exactly what you need to know. Um, and he still had a little bit of that Portland aggression left over in him, so he was ready for the shits. Rip Hamilton was just. Just he was just too skinny. Like he looked like he wanted to fight everybody, but he couldn't. He wanted to get his shit off so bad. Boy, somebody would have fogged up his goddamn face. But I think it was like Larry Brown or one of the assistants was holding him back, like one arm, and he couldn't go nowhere. I was like, man, just just go ahead, sit down, man. It's not for you. Um. But as far as won the championship that year, yawn. That is crazy, but I just remember for like weeks on end, it was like, what do we do with, because I remember they were talking about like lifetime bans for Ron Artest and, and uh, I'm glad they didn't. He Steven almost won a championship. And, um, <laughs> I know Stephen Jackson won a championship eventually to, I can't remember who it was with, 
It was with some obscure team, Mitty. I think he won it with us before this all went down, actually. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. I think he won the 99 championship or the 03 championship with us. I can't remember. He won one of those earlier ones. So I, I could be taking that back. Or I, I should be taking that back. Um, But, yeah, just to see. I would love for them to do a documentary and, like, do everything that led up to that. Because that series before, like, that before this season where it was easy conference finals was actually a very physical series. Like yeah, that's when they were still allowed to be super physical, but this could have happened in that series. That's how like crazy it was getting. So like to have them lead up to that and then to go into the actual, you know, and have Mike Breen sort of break down one, what he's one, one, one set of team, one set of, one set of players that are beefing now. Who would you want to see start a fight like this now? Mm. Do they have to be on opposite teams? Yes. Damn. <sighs> I'm going with Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns. I don't think it's going to get that far. No, it I never think, will, but I would like I think, to see it. I think, I think Carl is not with... I mean, he pretends he has to. He's a big man, but I don't think he has it in him. I think Embiid has it in him. Embiid going to say some shit this season? I think Embiid has it in him. Embiid going to fuck around and say shit about Carl Anthony Towns' mom or some shit like that this season? And that nigga is going to try to put him through the rim. Um, I would have loved Or you going to say something about Jordan Woods. <laughs> Kevin Garnett and Carmelo actually get into it. I would have loved to see oh, that. Oh, man. That was beautiful. When he said "la la" tastes like Skittles, or no? Wait, was it Skittles or Fruity Pebbles? No, no, no. It was Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we got to square up. That like, nigga I, I waited. That nigga waited for him at the bus after dog. He wanted yo Mello wanted to kill him. Y'all play with Mello if you want to. Mello's from New York and Baltimore. Keep it a key. Y'all fuck with Mello if you want to. Now, um, I think he was the only black person in Denver. Remember when the Rockets and the Clippers got into it a few years ago? Oh, the tunnel. Yeah. Oh, the secret the tunnel joint. Yeah. Oh, I remember shit, the Lakers and the Rockets got into it uh, two seasons ago. And they had to actually call the police on With, that with Nipsey in the front row. I'm thinking Brandon Ingram was just swinging at anything walking, yo. Shout out to Brandon Ingram. <laughs> I want him to stay a Laker. But that's all I can really think. I can't really think of... Cause who are, you, all, who are you thinking of as teammates doing it? First of all, the beef in the NBA now is nothing really. Is is compared to them times? Because everybody fucks with one another. They all want to be on the same team. They all want to like get the max contract and everything. They all hang out. They all go to the same strip clubs. They all go to the same resort spots. They all fuck the same women. It's like they there's no legitimate the only, rivalry. The only anymore. couple, I think, I think, I, I don't think, I don't think Westbrook and Patrick Beverly like each other, and I think that's for real. Yeah, but that's what, like, and back, I know, and I know, Rondo don't like CP3. Back when we were coming up, Charles Barkley versus Karl Malone was a thing. David Robinson versus Shaq was a thing. Kobe versus Bruce Bowen was a thing. Like there was guys that you saw. Every time they matched up where you couldn't wait to watch that game because you knew somebody was going to swing on the other person. Up until this happened, you could swing on somebody and pretty much just get a technical. Yeah. 
and you weren't kicked out the game. Now After you, this, you swing now. You swing you go now. Ahead and you head, lost like head, four games. Head right to the locker room. You gotta have a couple of days off, my good sir. Exactly. So that's why, I, and everybody's just too cool now. Especially if you came out in the same draft class. It's like, hey man, you know, we used to do battle in college. We cool now, man. We got our money. We got, you know. And these youngins understand that if they miss a game, there's money out their their pocket, so they're not really going to risk it. And they're trying. They're more more players understanding that they're brands now. They're their brands. But at, so I don't really see, like, do I want to see a fight between Westbrook, Westbrook, and uh, oh boy, Patrick Beverly, Patrick Beverly, absolutely, because that looked like a fight to a death to the death. Those are because Westbrook. I I feel like Westbrook could give like he he's for that nigga be close to fighting fans. You know, would I love <laughs> to see uh, Rajon Rondo versus Westbrook? Exactly. Yes. No, not Westbrook. He don't. He don't. He don't like CB three. I thought he had beef with Westbrook. After no, his brother. No, his, after his brother. Rondo's shit. brother was waving goodbye to Westbrook because they were getting eliminated. That wasn't no real beef. Now him and CP three really, really, really don't. They're the ones who started to fight. Before between the Lakers and the Rockets, they legitimately don't like each other. But even after all of that being said, I just don't, you just don't see them going that far. No, it'll never happen. I just like to do celebrity deathmatch in my head. So I just couldn't, I just couldn't do that now because everybody's too buddy buddy. You know, that's the one thing. I, that's the one knock I have against the NBA today. Everybody is too like watching the last dance. I fucked with how Michael Jordan was like, "No, nah, you ain't on my team. I don't fuck with you." And even there were certain players on this team. He was like, "No, nah, I can't wait for your ass to go because you ain't got that fire." Well, even know? then, it was only to a point because there were still players on other teams that Jordan fucked with. Larry Bird and Dr. J threw hands. Dr. J was choking the shit out of Larry Bird on the court. Yeah. These are legends. These are legends, legends. But that was also when the NBA was worth like $50 million. You're Lakers. Well, Back in the day. That sounds like a lot. But when you, think of, when you think of how much the NBA is worth now, no, but, you can't fuck up the bag. Like, that's the what. But, but I just need a little bit of fire, that little bit of competitive age. I don't want you... Especially after a seven-game series where y'all had to fight it out to sit there and go, man, damn, you got me on that shot in the corner, dog. All right, man, I see y'all ass in Cancun in a few weeks. No. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, too. We don't even have series like that anymore, for the most part. Well, that's because you know everybody's. I don't think a lot of players are in it for the actual will of getting a championship now. When you're throwing around hundreds of millions of dollars to bench players. You really want them to fight for a championship or you want them to fight as long as they can. And if they don't get it, all right, cool. I got money. I'm going to go on somewhere else. I think the championship talk only affects the people who are deemed as like superstars or the level right below them. Everybody else, they're just there to have a good time. I mean, it affects LeBron, but that's what what I'm saying. It only only affects. It only affects superstars and the stars right below superstars. But I mean, if you're going to go to. Austin Rivers. That nigga don't care. He don't. He's in a basketball family in its own. You know, it's like he don't give a damn. He just here to do whatever it is to keep him checks going. 
Yeah, most of, most of the players in the league are just there to they they they're playing ball, they're doing what they love, they're getting paid for it, and they get a whole lot of benefits from it. I'm going to keep this in Detroit, but I'm going to flip to another sport. So I'm going to go ahead and go to the NFL. We're talking about Detroit Lions. Sort of. Okay. So the Detroit Lions have a quarterback on their squad who has been there, I don't know, what, about 10 years now? How long has Matthew Stafford been there? Uh, I think like 13. He's been there for a minute. I don't know how he's lasted this long with them. Maybe they feel like they can't get none else. I, I really feel like they're just stuck with him. Now, Matthew Stafford uh, is married to a woman who, from the looks of this video, has cockeye. Her name is Kelly. And recently, we've had to, certain states, had to lock certain shit down because of this COVID thing is exploding. This young lady decided to take out her camera, or take out her phone, which probably costs a lot of money. It's probably the new iPhone. And her... I say quarter of a million dollar car in the middle of this Detroit suburb to say this. Very blunt. I'm so over it. I'm over living in a dictatorship that we call Michigan. I understand there's a pandemic and I understand it's very scary. It's very I'm scary. I'm scared of it too. If you are at risk, do not leave your house until there's a vaccine. Everybody's at risk. But shutting down all these small businesses things that people have worked their life for shutting them down again is not the answer because they will not make it so once we are able to leave our house once this dictatorship decides to let us have some freedom there would be nothing left i don't give a fuck she lives in a 64.28 million dollar home in detroit she lives in a what 64.28 so 64.28 million dollar home in detroit her house costs $64 million? Yes. What? Does she, what does she do? What does she do for a living? See? What does she do for a living? Uh, I'm assuming lay on the bed and get uh-uh. dick. I'm, I'm not even going to say she sucks dick because uh-uh. no. I've seen the look on Matthew Stafford's face. No. No. Her family is a bunch of uh, very famous restaurateurs. I hope I said that right. You did. Uh all over the country and in Canada. She already had money before she met Matthew. If anything, Matthew came up in that. What restaurant? I have no clue. They're like really fancy. They're like in LA and shit. They're all oh, in okay. the big cities. But yeah. Um, this is why we hate y'all when y'all give money. Or those of y'all who had money. And have to deal with a little bit of struggle. Just a little bit. And she's not even dealing with no struggle. She's not. She has. And they, they were showing pictures of her house. She said small businesses. Her, her, her chain of restaurants don't count as that. Her house looks like a goddamn Walmart on the water. I said, how's that water so blue in Detroit? It's on the water. <laughs> it's on it must the, not be close to Flint. It's, it's got to be somewhere where they can drink it. Oh, yeah, please. But I was just like, you can't be the person that's... Comp- First of all, calling it a dictatorship is just too much, ma'am. Like, well, you know, these back. idiots don't know words. Yeah. So just, they just think just, of the worst thing possible and they use that word. Back, you know, 
Like, and and secondly, um, from what I'm told, minutes after she dropped this video, she was seen in Target. That's not a small business. Not at all. You would think if she cared so much about small business, she would, you know, shop there. She was seen in Target grabbing clothes. Huh. That's why your husband fucking sucks, bitch. Yeah. No, he don't suck. He just, he's not that good. No, no, no. I I can't say that. Would you want him on on the Giants? I, yeah, I might. <laughs> you asking the wrong person that question. That nigga throws like 8,000 yards every year. Yeah, I, would, I might want him on the Giants. Man, I just realized. Uh, well, I didn't just realize, but I realized on Monday after I was done editing everything, um, how you put in front of me how both of my football teams this weekend are playing in Tennessee. Two separate Tennessee teams. Auburn is playing. Tennessee. Oh, are they playing? Are they playing Tennessee this year? This yeah. week? Oh, okay. Auburn's Fuck it, look at me. And then, and then the Ravens are playing the Titans. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> like, God damn. I knew without knowing. <laughs> I was just sitting there like, how does this nigga know? <laughs> I didn't think he cared about Auburn football like that. I don't. I think I think that was one of the games that got postponed last week. <laughs> no. No. Okay. It was Mississippi State. Oh, yeah, whatever. So I, I need us to show out against Tennessee because we play Alabama next week. So maybe. No, no, no. They're going to make that happen. If anything, Alabama's going to do is they're they they going to make sure that the Iron Bowl They happens. just postponed Alabama-LSU. That ain't the Iron Bowl. Nigga, COVID is COVID. They'll, look, they found a way to cure Nick Saban. They're going to find a way to make this Iron Bowl happen. They they talk about if they got to fucking postpone one of the bowl games, one of the, <laughs> the, the playoff games. Your shit ain't that special enough to not get postponed. All right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying Alabama has a way of making shit like this happens. Listen, I, the only thing I can think of is that they would want the most W's that they could get. It seemed like playing LSU last week would have been an automatic dub. Oh, yeah, that would have been that would have been perfect. So for them to have to postpone that shit, if the shit goes left, the shit goes left. These niggas trying to actually finish the fucking season, which has been... Sh- I don't even know what it's going to end up being. Whoever played the most games this year is going to be <laughs> at the top of the ranking. That's, that's what it's going to end up being. This shit is so up and down. Like I was listening today. They were talking about, they don't know what they're going to do. If they have a COVID thing for the playoff games. I saw the NFL was trying to tighten up and they were like, Oh, they're going to add more restrictions and things. But I really do feel like, you had you hit it on the head when you said, "Look, if you losing players to this shit, put them on IR, but you yeah. don't have to keep coming out and play." This is why you have a practice squad. This is exactly why you have a practice squad. This is why you can get free agents. This is why this is why there are overabundance of football players in the fucking league. Yeah, like you- so you're telling me one person got COVID, so you got to postpone the game. That makes no sense. No, sit their ass down. College. This is why you have a first string, second string, third string. Red shirt. You have players. You have the bodies. Use them. If you're a good enough coach, that player should be. Not, not, they're not going to be good enough to replace that first stringer. Ooh. But they should be able to like hold it down. Oh, man. I got a hot. 
Oh, man. Hold on. Wait a minute. Is it sports? It's basketball. Hold on. I just thought about this today. Go ahead. Steve Kerr is an ass coach. He's ass. I'm going to tell you why he's ass. Now, if you look at the greatest coach that coaches basketball right now, it's Greg Popovich. Right. No matter who Greg Popovich has on the floor, they're competing for playoffs, if not championships. Greg Popovich never has a year that's just a throwaway year, no matter who got injured on his team. They were without Clay this year. Steph played half the season. Basically, he was gone for a little bit. But you're telling me you couldn't coach the rest of that team to even, even enough to get to Orlando? Is that what you're telling me? Because if that's the case, Stephen Kerr is ass, which is what I've been thinking anyway. Oh, man. Because he's never coached a team that didn't have superstars on it from damn near half the roster. When you have Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Kevin Durant on your team, no, 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 you're not coaching. I need some marshmallows. You tell these things, go out and shoot the ball. And I'm ready to say the same thing in a year about Steve Nash. The oh. Steves. The non-coachingest niggas on the planet. Ooh, it's kind of toasty in here. It's kind of cozy in here. Go ahead, bro. They're fucking frauds. Oh, man. And let's keep it a buck. The last time we saw Steve Nash in a, in a, a meaningful game, he was getting outcoached by Nick Nurse. That is a name, I'm going to say this right now, that is a name I never thought we would bring up on this show. I never thought. Yo, he dog walked Steve Kerr in that finals. Out of all the names we could have said, Nick Nurse is not the one. He dog walked him so bad, Steve had to convince KD to come back early so he didn't get dog walked some more. But then he got injured and still got dog walked. Come on, man. That nigga's ass. You can't prove to me that Steve Kerr is not ass as a coach. Luke Walton, who's ass as a coach, <laughs> coached them to the best record in the history of basketball. Yeah, that was Luke Walton there for majority of the season. Which tells me that if I put on a Golden State Warriors polo and some slacks, I could coach these niggas. Well, those niggas. So... That brings me to my hypothesis that he is ass because I look at Popovich. Popovich was playing with a roster full of niggas. I had no idea who they were, and they were still right there. Right there. They could have got it. Had a couple things, a couple things bounced their way. They were right there to AC. But you niggas need a, a, a you niggas need a down year because your light skinned twins superstars can't play. Oh, you are ass, Kerr. You are ass. Jesus Christ. Boy, we we not LeBron like, oh, you got to play with all these other people. Yeah, that's probably more fun. And it was probably really fun being a Golden State Warrior for the last th- three, four years. Fun's over, nigga. You got to coach. Oh, boy. So, with that being said, um, I want to go ahead and do our picks now. Okay. Uh, if you don't mind. Hold on. 
I want to see who I want to, who I want to piss off today. Who I want to get at today. Who going to get it today? Oh, I'm going to spread the wealth today, boy. Hold on. There we go. I'm going to dig in the crates on this one. Week 11. Oh, this is definitely getting taken down. <laughs> oh, boy. Week 11. Yeah. This is a good game tonight. I mean, I would watch this game. Cardinals <laughs> Seahawks. Who you got? I got the Cardinals. I got the Cardinals too. Them boys are playing. That Seahawks defense is so suspect, boy. No, that boy Kyler Murray is is well, he that, might get it. He might get it. He might get what? MV, he might get MVP. MVP? He might. If he beats Russ in this when he moves up. Do they have a more most improved player award in NFL? Because you should definitely get that. I listen. I got to see how well um, my man's in Kansas City goes. Because you know he's been balling. I'm about to say we've been talking about but, all these motherfuckers, but nobody's talking about Patrick Mahomes because he's just doing the spectacular shit. But I used, think it's, it's we're used to him. Yeah, doing we're now. so used to it's sort of like LeBron James not he's, getting MVP. He's every still year. the best. He's still the best quarterback in the league. But I think I think I'm no, Kyle is special. That this, he's this special. Something. He's special. This boy is something. And with the offensive weapons he got to make this a, a six and three team. Oh, man. He's special. But yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Cardinals on that one. Um, now we'll get to the Sunday games. Uh, Bengals and Washington. Bengals. Yeah, I got the Bengals in that one. Eagles Browns. You see, hey, you see who the starting quarterback of the Washington football team is? Yes, right I know. Now. And okay. I fear for his life every time he goes on the field. Okay. I just want to make sure that you yeah. peep that. Yeah. What's. Eagles Browns, uh, Browns. I I have the Eagles in that one. I don't know why, but I feel like the Eagles can do it. I saw the Eagles last week. I saw them last week too. That's why I feel like I know they can do it. I, I, that's why I think the Browns are gonna win. <laughs> Falcons Saints. Oh God! I think the Saints. I think the Saints still got it. I, I'll, I'll you know what? Fuck it. I'll go with the Saints. Yeah, I'll go with the Saints. Go for. Uh, Boy, Jameis, better eat a dub. You better eat some W's, boy. If if, if he's gonna do something, he's gonna give you a touchdown. He's gonna give you an interception. For, he's gonna give you both. For every one, you get one. Of the, you get one, the other one. Lions, Panthers. Um, I think Teddy is out this game. So I could be wrong. McCaffrey, I think. So I think the Lions might actually creep up and even this up. They would have to five and five. They, I mean, yeah. Even though Matt Stafford's wife is an idiot. Patriots, Patriots, Texans. I got the Patriots. Patriots. Steelers, they Jaguars. They creeping up too now, too. Steelers, Jaguars, Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, Steelers we got that one. That's going to be ugly. Dolphins, Broncos. Dolphins. 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 Yeah. Jets, Chargers. Every Chargers. Cowboys, Vikings. 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 Colts, Packers. Ooh. Packers. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say the Packers because they're getting their other receiver back. I'm going to say the Colts because their defense is actually very scary, actually. Yeah, like, I'm going to go then because they're getting another weapon back. And that's going to that's that just makes Aaron Rodgers a lot more happy. Chiefs Raiders. <sighs> now, last time they played, the Raiders showed up. I'm doing the Chiefs. I don't think they're getting them twice in one year. 
That's the Sunday night game. Yeah, I don't think the I don't think the Raiders are getting at them twice in one year. And that's it for all the Sunday games. We'll save Monday's game for next week. But what is Monday's game? Rams, Bron- uh, Buccaneers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the verses tonight. Who do you have in that versus? I'm so glad you brought that up. Who you almost forgot you about have... it, did you? No, I, I, I was going to save it. Um, but who do you have in that versus? First of all, uh, I need to find this clip of Gucci talking crazy about oh my uh, God. Jeezy. Because... He keep calling him Snow Cone, dog. Because... Uh, <laughs> I don't think this is going to go as well as everybody thought. Like, with them being in the same room and shit together? I heard, I seen a post that they said they were doing that in Magic City. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know how true that is, because you, know you know how Twitter is. But I seen a post that said they were doing it at Magic City. I wish I could find that clip, boy, because that was the funniest shit. Just go, oh. to, go to Gucci's Instagram. Matter of fact, yeah, you're right. You are absolutely right, and I... See, this is why I would pay you if I had money. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why you're lying to all these people. They don't believe you. I don't believe you. I would give you shit if I was money. You got what? <laughs> oh, here we go. Here it is. He's running down a hill. I don't like Mount Trashmore. It does look like Mount Trashmore. Out. For everybody who asking me, right? The versus is real. Me and Snowcone will be in the same room. But this is what I want to know, right? Snowcone. It's fashion a part of the versus. Cause I'ma have that shit on tomorrow. And if Buddy had the same fun ass shirt and the dumbass hat he had on the goddamn album cover, I ain't doing it. <laughs> hey, dog. Jeezy looked like a goddamn Black Panther on that album cover. With the beret uh, and shit? I, I... Oh, man. Listen, I think it's going to be a good battle. I, I can't even tell you who I know who's going to win. I'm thinking Gucci's going to win, but then at the same time, that nigga Jeezy had the streaks in a headlock for like, uh, it's hard for me. I don't know. I don't know. The strippers are going to win because I'm sure there's going to be strippers around somewhere. I think, see, here's the thing with me. With, I think Jeezy has made the better music, but I think Gucci has done more for the culture. Gucci Mane is like boosy to me. I can't listen to them unless I'm in like a gathering and shit just needs to be turned up just a notch. Yeah. And I've never been a huge Gucci fan. Like, I like some Gucci here and there. There are some niggas that are ride or die for Gucci, which I don't know why he don't know you. But I've always see Jeezy was it was Jeezy was Atlanta trap shit, but Jeezy was closer for NY. Like NY took Jeezy, loved Jeezy. He could easily change it up and be with like the pop stars and things. Yeah, Gucci was New York. Like New York loved, and I'm not saying New York didn't love Gucci, but uh, not nah, 
that nigga Jeezy had Boys in the Hood and his solo shit rocking at the same time. So I that I don't know. First of all, it's gonna be enjoyable because oh, this yeah. is exactly what you wanted. You wanted two people in a room that had beef with each other. Yes. They, 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 have more, they have more than beef. They, oh, no, no, nigga. Woo! We ain't got to talk <laughs> about the street shit they're, that happened. They're legitimate arch enemies. <laughs> but yeah, they hate each this other. This is like Batman and Batman and the Joker doing the verses. After the Joker just did in Batman. Right after the killing game. Oh, right after he did Robin? <laughs> yeah. Woo! Yes. Hey, look. We ain't got to We ain't got to go into yes. the comic book, but just oh, yes. Joker fucked Robin up. Nigga, this nigga Batman couldn't get more Robins fast enough for Joker. <laughs> that nigga came through with a new Robin. But, uh, Joker was like, oh, no, "I got him too. Watch this, cripple." And he did it in Batgirl. Dog, he this nigga. This nigga Batman will pull out a. It was like Batman had a new pair of sneakers and Joker would just see it from across the room and come and step on those shits. <laughs> this nigga, Batman, couldn't get orphans fast enough. <laughs> Do you follow the, Bat- the uh, superhero and Batman slander Twitter accounts? Um, I saw a few things here and there. Those shits had me weak. It's a, oh man, Batman would be fucked up if his navigation stopping the fucking Batmobile. <laughs> a, imagine you're surprised if Batman breaks your off and sold a dime bag. <laughs> but back to Gucci and Jeezy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. My bad. I remember when Gucci was fat and his teeth was here and there. Dog. Oh, I remember when he first tattooed that ice cream cone on his face. You remember when he went on the Twitter rant and talked about he fucked Nicki Minaj and all these other people? I remember when everybody was trying to find out who that white girl was in the Freaky Girl video. Man. That was a bad white chick. I remember when Lemonade hit the streets. I, no, I remember when So Icy hit the streets. So Icy was next that was tell. His- was next tell chirpy chirp that soundtrack. Was, that was his first biggin', but he yes. had been out in the game for a minute yes. before then. That so icy was next tell chirpy chirp behavior. The blue shit where you hit the button and it flipped up. Where y'all, you at? Y'all, where you? Where I know you y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> where you at? Don't hit me on my next tell chirp. I don't know who's going to win. I have. Let's just hope it doesn't come to violence. Yeah, I just I just wanted to be peaceful. Um, I don't but, want it to come to blows. But they both seem like they're in a place where they're. I don't know if too, it does. I don't want to miss it. They're too business oriented to start fighting because it looks bad. Well, I know Jeezy's been trying to piece it up for a minute. And Gucci's been the main one. Like, nah, you have my homeboy killed. We can't be cool. Gucci went to jail over this shit. Wait, because Gucci's the one that shot him. He didn't have his homeboy killed. He killed his homeboy. <laughs> Gucci shot him. I thought Jeezy set up Gucci's uh, homeboy and he killed him. Gucci, <laughs> no, his homeboy ran up on him like at his house and Gucci like shot him from down the street. I remember somebody, I think it was Flocka. Flocka was like, that was an accidental shot. <laughs> he didn't mean to hit that nigga like that. <laughs> no, Gucci shot that nigga. Huh. 
Yeah, I just I just hope it's peaceful. If it if something pops off, minus somebody getting shot, I I wouldn't want to miss it. I will be watching it while I'm watching the game. I think they got to go back to having producers do them too. They haven't yeah. had a producer one in a long time. Yeah, they really do need to have. Producers. I say a long time. They've been doing it this year, but they haven't had a producer do it. Well, a you know, long this, time. Is, this is season two. This well, that's because this year has been fifteen years together. So if they do the Jodeci Boys to Men one, I will bug out on that one. I'm more of an R&B fan than a hip hop fan. That's some different kind of. That's some. That's two different types of R&B too. That is. That's what's so beautiful about it. It's like. It's like. The Good Brothers versus the Evil Twins. Yeah. They're two different vibes. You're going to get the butt, but it's two different vibes of how you Boys get Boys to Men was Corey and Topanga. Jodeci was whatever's on Cinemax after 11 o'clock. I don't know. When's that one, though? And you know Boys to Men got hits. But Jodeci got that shit. Well, though. I think they got to get all the members of Jodeci together. I don't know if they're all cool still. No, they're cool. Oh, okay. I remember they dropped like an album like a few years ago, but nobody was really checking for it. Mm. I could see a Jodeci versus Drew Hill. Oh, I think now that's a group that you need to find and get everybody together for. Man, those would be vibes. I Somebody would, would get pregnant off. I that. would enjoy the shit out of that. I would turn all the lights off and light some candles. Put some honey on ice. Very special. It's very special. <laughs> it's very special. Boy, y'all gonna be fucking by the third round. I don't know why you don't like that song, dog. You know what it is? I think it's just K. Michelle. See, you can't you can't let that bias get to you. If you if you if you pretend you don't know it's K. Michelle. And, and she's bad too. And just imagine it's Keisha Cole. She's and she's and look, she is talented. She can sing her ass off. She's very beautiful. She's a very it's just something about K Michelle. She's just she's just boisterous. She's loud and boisterous. And and then she got a Rashida, I laughed my ass off to that. My name Rashida. I, I rap like Shawty Low. Rest in peace to Shawty Low. I'm so mad they started doing these verses after he died. Oh. You had to do something. You got to pay for all them kids. Lord Jesus. Him and Sean Kimbo. All right, man. You, I'm, I'm done with this now. Um, also, I just wanted to bring this up. I saw the Fresh Prince uh, reunion episode yesterday on HBO Max. Oh, I haven't watched it. I'm going to watch that later. It is actually really good. Yeah. I, see, because I think people thought they were rebooting the whole show. And it's not that. It's just like um, a special get-together. I had to pause when they did the tribute to Uncle Phil. That was that was kind of touching. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Just, you know, seeing how they really felt. I like the fact that they had dark-skinned Aunt Viv come back, and she sort of talked with Will, and they pieced it up. That was beautiful to watch. Um, and she actually hit some points on that. And, and you got to remember... When Will was doing all of this, he was like 21, 22 years old. He it was, was a superstar. And, and already had it made. And yeah, so, of superstar. course, he was going to move. He wasn't going to tell him nothing. He, could do, he was going to do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, he wasn't going to move with a mature thought in his head. And he's the star of the show. So you're going to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. So, you know, the fact that they pieced it up 
after all of that because they were talking. They were talking shit. She was talking crazy about that family for like up until about last year. Yeah. Um. So the fact that they got her back and then she actually came and pieced it up with light skin on Viv, who, by the way, y'all got to leave that woman alone. She didn't do nothing wrong. Which I see that they, I heard that they had never even met each other. Never. And then they saw each other on the set and they hugged it and, and like they hugged and they loved on one another because they both know she didn't do anything wrong. All she did was come into a role. She got a role that she didn't even think she was going to get. Yeah. And she did all right. No, she did a great job. I think that she had, there were a couple episodes. Um, matter of fact, my favorite stretch of episodes was when her and Uncle Phil was going through some Yeah, stuff. they were beefing and yeah. like, and like she was that staying was with when, the aunts. That was when I really, really, I was like, oh yeah, she, she's acting. She's doing her shit. Like, so y'all got to leave her alone, man. Daphne Maxine, Maxine? Is it yeah. Maxine? Yeah. Daphne Maxine Reed don't do nothing but love on her man. Shout out to hometown. And act every now and again. Yeah. And she just happened to fall into that role and did a decent job at it for like the two or three seasons. No, we got something decent. She did a great job. But we have but people need to stop saying, Oh man, dark skin, we don't fuck with that light skin. Like, what kind of colorism y'all, shit is this? And y'all are just doing it because y'all think it's color. It, it wasn't colorism. There was a whole bunch of shit. Like there was a whole list of women that they wanted to play that role, and she just happened, like she said it. She she lucked into this role. She didn't know that she was gonna get it or not because she saw who she was going up against, and she just did it to see if she could. That didn't mean she needs 25 years of hate from y'all. Some of y'all weren't even born when this shit was going down. Yeah, put some respect on her name. But it was a beautiful, it was a it was a beautiful, beautiful special. Uh the only person other than Will that actually looks the same actually is Jeffrey. The only thing that changed on him on him is his beard. His beard just turned white. That's it. Yeah. Jeffrey looks exactly the same. Uh, Jazz looks good for his age. I know he's in like his mid fifties. Uh, the person who did not age well, <sighs> nah, I ain't gonna say that. About say Hillary? That. Yeah, I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna talk about my queen like that. She did all right. She was all right, but she just didn't age well. Seriously? She aged just like old girl from uh, different world. Jasmine guy. Yeah. Well, you got to think when you are in the limelight for so long and now you don't have to be in the limelight you tend to kind of or Sandra from Cosby show let yourself go as far as what you were doing and then sometimes you don't have see we're in an era where or Laura from Family Matters we're, we're in an era where you're never you're never out of it you're still going to get the beauty packages people are still going to see you there weren't a whole lot of companies that were going to send them free product to keep up with their looks that they were using because it wasn't like that back then. Or Regina from Martin. We're in an era now where it's social media. So they're going to they're gonna stay tip-top because no matter what, you could get put back on at any time. All it takes is a fucking viral-ass Instagram post or video on TikTok or whatever, and you write back up. Aged bad, but you know that that was a good special. I would like to see more specials like that. I know they can't do one for the they can't, they can't do one for the Cosby Show. That just uh no no a different world one would be all right though. They could do one of that. Um, but would they do it in the Hillman cafeteria? Like they do it at the pit. Okay, okay, that's fine. 
I fuck with that. Yeah, that was a central. That was a central part of the whole. Just like if you if they did like if they did a Seinfeld one, it was either be in Jerry's apartment or the uh, monks. They did a Friends one, it either be in Monica's apartment or the Central Perk. There's a lot of How I Met Your Mother. They do it either in Ted's apartment or that. No, they would have to do it at the the bar. Do it at the bar, at the booth. They would have to actually do it at the booth. But what's another show that you would like to see actually do something like that? I want to say Scrubs. Okay. But they already kind of do because um, Donald Faison and Zach Braff have their podcast. But I would like to see the whole cast get together and talk about. I think Scrubs, and I'll tell you, I think Scrubs is one of the most underrated shows that we've ever that we've ever had. Um, if you watch this, if you watch it, you understand how shitty the medical field is even more. And I don't think you're expecting to get that from it. And you get a lot of things from Scrubs, I believe. Um, that finale episode was probably the best finale for a show, I think, that has ever been done. As far as the last five minutes or so being JD seeing his future in the projector. Um, also, of course, the obvious answer would be The Office. Um, I don't know. There are a couple. There are probably a couple other. I would like. Oh no! On a different note, not not a sicker. I would like to see the cast of The Wire and the cast mm. of Breaking Bad have something like that. Mm. I would like to see Martin do one. I actually yeah. wouldn't mind seeing a Martin one, especially if Martin and Cole pieced it up because I know they had beef for a while. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Uh, I would like to see the Family Matters one. Because mm. I think most of them are still alive, other than the grandmother. I think the grandmother passed away a while ago. But Would you include Judy? I think enough time's passed since that video dropped. I think it's... Uh... Hmm. Would they finally let her come back downstairs? I mean, she's been doing wild shit upstairs, so... Yeah, like, would they finally, like, do a little clip where she finally comes back downstairs? Because, I mean, that... that I, I could... See them them flipping that. That would actually be kind of great. And then like bringing the little boy that had the jerk curl, Richie. Yeah, come on. And they can pay condol they can pay their condolences condolences to Naya Rivera on there. Yeah. See, you can flip that. See, you know, you could do growing pains, where they could do their condolences to Alan Thicke. And Leo would see, but there there are only certain shows that that are so iconic that you would want that. Um, I don't really need I don't think any of us really need grown pays to do that it all depends uh, just because of Leo like if you get Leo on there it, that pretty much sold it you know because that yeah. was the show that started him I'm trying to think Seinfeld, I would like to sit I would really like need to, to do a sign they always meet up and do something and then we have Curb Your Enthusiasm because they had the whole season when they were going to do the, the, the Seinfeld reboot I would like to see Martin Scorsese sit down with his actors that were like the common actors he used for all his movies, like Robert De Niro and Leo yes. and and Joe I want to, I would like to see them do a special where they just talk about what went into making all those movies. Okay, I think that would be huge. And I thought they were going to maybe do something like that when it came around with the Irishman came out last year, mm-hmm. but they never really did. But if they had to sit down, Scorsese, Pesci, De Niro. Um, DiCaprio, Ray Liotta, 
Yeah. DiCaprio. So would it be just Italians? Well, basically. Well, I mean, nigga, what movies did he make without Italians? <laughs> this nigga's not making Roots. <laughs> Martin Scorsese making Roots would be nuts. You know Yo, that would be it. Django. <laughs> oh, my God. But Quentin Tarantino could do that. He could. He could do that, too. I would like to see these filmmakers that have iconic, like, filmographies sit down with some of the cast, like, some of the players from most of their films. Or which like Spike Lee. You could get Samuel L. Jackson. You could get certain people. Uh, Emma, Emma, uh, the bitch from Kill Bill. You can you can kind of play Uma with it. Thurman? Yeah, Uma Thurman. Not Emma. Um, but you could... If you get like a certain one from each movie, you can basically cover all the movies. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. I feel like that should be whatever whatever streamer service is smart enough to get that put together. Is is they have? I'll, I'll fucking cancel all the rest of them. I don't give a fuck. Well, shit, I don't have that many anyway. But <laughs> they're gonna win some shit because that that will be like how they have um, or like a Saved by the Bell one. That they, make it some money. How they have the... Uh, I don't know if they could... Uh, ooh, 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 ooh. Lark Voorhees looks like herself again. You'd have to get Screech. I'm pretty sure they could dope him up enough no, to where he... Nah, you don't want that. Nigga, you don't want doped up Screech. You don't want any kind of Screech. No, no, Sober, no, doped should, up, nothing. He should be fine. He because be he fine. genuinely doesn't like none of those niggas. Yeah, they could... They could, they could if they could he pull off a Golden Girls one with Betty White and... Uh, be Arthur, then I'm pretty sure Screech can show up. You know what I watched the other night? What? Uh, Crazy Sexy Cool, the TLC story. I don't know why I love that fucking movie. Hey, I know we said Lil Mama, we, we talked crazy about Lil Mama like a few episodes ago. She did her thing in that movie. She did what she needed to do. Yeah, she was, she, she, I think all, out. I think they all did, to be honest with you. Was it Kiki Palmer in that? Mm hmm. And then, uh, Drew Sador. But uh, I, 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 it came on. I had been trying to watch it again. Trick songs got a hold of that. And I couldn't find it. wouldn't pop up for anything. But then VH1 played it like last week. So I recorded it. I was like, oh, boom. I recorded it. And I just watched it the other night. And I was like, man, this shit is still hard to me. But you know, they always get me. They always play like the Jacksons movie or the Temptations like, uh-huh. miniseries or whatever. And I'm like, I ain't about to watch this, man. I, I got other shit to do. And I'll sit there and three hours will go by. And I'm like, what the fuck? See, I'll, I'll you be got, watching nigga, it too. You just gotta record that shit and keep your day moving. Be like, I'll watch it later. I'll be like, God, that's what damn, I do. they got me. That's that's what I do. If I see, I'm like, oh, I'll just record it. Especially when they get to the Temptations when they were old and they reunited and they started singing "Beauty's Only Skin Deep." I'm like, God damn, I, they were just in Detroit. <laughs> what the fuck? No, that's they like just, I watch. I don't watch all of the new edition movie, but I watch part two every time I see it on. Boy, part two. Part two was the, the heart and soul of that, that whole thing. When when Ronnie... <laughs> this always makes me laugh. Because remember when Ronnie was like doing that shit and he put it in like the protein jar or whatever? And oh, he asked shit. his girl to put the chocolate milk in the freezer? And then she never did. Funny shit. <laughs> Ronnie was actually on Twitter like when that happened. And he said, any questions? And one motherfucker, this is why I love Twitter, goes... Hey, did your wife ever put that chocolate milk in the freezer when <laughs> when you asked? And <laughs> and I was waiting for a response because he was he was answering everybody's question. I was like, well, did he did he did she actually put it in there? <laughs> Nothing. Crickets. 
Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> My man was going through it. Because yeah. the way they set that up was we thought, and um, before we go any further, praise to Bobby Brown. Uh, his son passed away. Yeah, yesterday. that was tough to look at. That was... My man is going, he lost his son. He lost... They're going to fuck around. Bobby Bobby's going to be the last one standing. And him and Whitney were close, even though, you know, they divorced and everything. I'm pretty sure they still fuck with each other up until then. That's the kind of love that don't just die after divorce. But, yeah, the way they set that up, they set it up to be like, oh, man, here we go, man. We about to watch Bobby and Whitney. And then it was Ronnie. He was like, no, not Ronnie. Ronnie's like the coolest one out of all of them. Not Ronnie. I'm sorry. I'm saying it wrong. Ricky. It was Ricky that was doing that. Mm-hmm. Ronnie was the tall, light-skinned one. Yeah. My bad, y'all. I'm sorry, Ronnie DeVoe. He's, he's not going to hear this. I don't know. He might. We big in Atlanta. Well, shit. How about y'all? Because I watch part two every I, by itself. I don't need the when you were kids shit. That's cool. I don't need that. I don't need when y'all were broke. I, I, hey, y'all were like horrible. I, but I don't need that. the kids played the fuck out of Oh, them. they did. Every one of them. Every one of them. little boy that played Bobby Brown. I want, I like part two. And that gives, because you know my favorite part of the movie is when they sing Can You Stand the Rain in the studio. That's my favorite part of the whole thing. That shit, that shit gets me. I'm like, sing that shit. Sing this shit. That's what I'm talking about. You would have thought I was in the studio with them. Because that's my favorite New Edition song anyway. So they, they did that, but then right after that, they did uh, uh, they did the, they were about to do the video for If It Isn't Love. Now, here's where I branch off. I will watch the first, like, 15 minutes of part three. Because that's when they do the video for, they actually do the video for um, If It Isn't Love. And then show them all toward it. And then they do, uh, what's that other song? You're Not My Kind of Girl. Yes. I love that song. That's my shit. And then I cut it off. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with it after that. I'll just, but I'm the same person that don't like watching Goodfellas after Tommy dies. I think, I know why the movie wasn't over there, but I would have ended the movie right there. Tommy laying on the floor, bleeding out, would have been the ending, the end credit scene. My, I, I do something similar to that with the five heartbeats. Like when they bring in, um, flash. When, yeah. When they bring in flash, <laughs> I sort of skip to when they go to the church. <laughs> I don't know why I don't need to see all that extra. Like, I don't care if duck saw his brother with his fiance and I don't really care about that part. Skip to when they find Eddie Kane jr. And he's saved like skip to, I feel like going on like I, I baby girl. Is there a heart? Is there a heart in the house tonight? And then usually, you know, I, I, I stand up to, to the barbecue, you know, with the with the two brothers. Yeah, y'all rapping, you know, hip hop, but we rapping country and western. I, <laughs> I love that shit. I love them because they were going to try to get the bag no matter what. Oh yeah, no matter how long it took, no they were going to try what. to get the bag. That's Dame Dash. That <laughs> was I was Dame. One of those characters, Dame Dash. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I do that with that movie. I'm trying to think. 
I skip ahead in the last chapter of the Jacksons movie because I don't really care about I don't really care about Joe and I don't care about the fucking rat. Yeah, I I, I skip to when they start. Honestly, I can't even tell you the last time I watched that shit. It's so long and drawn out. I'm not trying to devote half my day to watching the Jacksons American Dream. Well, you know, it's mostly just Michael. Anyways, they didn't really care about Janet or anybody. And by the time this dropped, Janet was actually popping. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm but I do know I couldn't look at the actor. Uh, what's his name? Lawrence Hilton, maybe? I can't yeah, remember. no, you can't look at him without seeing Joe Jackson. Yeah. That's, that's I Joe hated Jackson that for life. He, he's he's going to be – like we talked about this other time, the other day. He's going to be Joe Jackson no matter what. Yeah. And he's played in other roles, and I'd be like, look at Joe. Yeah, he played that too well. Um, yeah, that's it for me, though. That's all I got for today. I'm good. I'm about to watch this versus. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to go home and watch the versus and the game at the same time. You can do one on your phone and one on the... Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm probably going to take her uh, her iPad and uh, throw, throw uh, Apple Music up there and see what, see what I can do. Because uh, the game's going to be good. If this was your regular Thursday night game, I'm like, man, fuck this game. Yeah. But it's actually going to be a good yeah, game. It's so. going to be a really good game. So you can follow the show at This Ain't a Pod on Instagram. And Facebook will be up when I put it up. You can follow my esteemed colleague at exhibit underscore D-E-E on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Well Damn Spread on both Instagram and Twitter. We will be back on Monday at 8 o'clock. Same bat time, same bat station. Ah, you finally hit the you finally hit the landing there. Uh, <laughs> good, good night, yeah, DC. Fuck you, Chocolate City.